Oh my God, we're finally live. It took us forever. Honestly, the technical issues. (laughs) The technical issue is the technical issues for me. It's crazy, but we'll get the hang of it. We'll get the hang of it. Can you hear my voice loud and clear? Yeah, can you hear mine? Yes, I can. Uh, Welcome to the We've Been Dip Podcast. My name is MJ. My name is PK. And one of the greatest podcasts alive or heading that way anyway. Don't be a hater. PK. How y'all doing? Not too bad. Um, Just had these amazing fries. They're, I forget what they're called, but it's like with ranch sauce and it has like, you know, peppers, a lot of spices. It's so good. (laughs) It's from this like Tamil restaurant. Mm. It's called Wow Wings House. But it's owned by a Tamil. Uh, it has like Tamil ethnical ethnic spices to their foods. Is it basically a poutine, but with spices and things on top? Yeah, it's basically. There's no cheese. Cheese though, it is a poutine with like sauce and vegetables and spices. Oh my god, that sounds delicious! So I'm guessing that's your food for. We ate good this week segment. Yes. For me, I just got to say, because we're going to go into it, uh, the hot hot and honey pizza from, uh, what's it called? Oh my God, I'm telling you, PK, I am drooling. So we went to a place that's called Pizza and Wine and Disco, and the pizza, let me guys tell you guys, it is like a medium fluffy pizza, white crust, you got sausage, you got you know cheese, and they drizzle honey on top, it is the crust is actually flat, uh, but at the, you know, head of the crust is a bit thicker and it's fluffy and fresh and warm and gooey and flavorful. It is, I'm, it's a $20 pizza for about four slices, but it was definitely worth it. They cut it into four, but I'm sure you can cut it into, it cut it into six. So they're more normal sized. Oh my God, guys. I'm literally drooling. It's so, so good. Now I know a place when, when, when people say, oh, where, where, where can we eat in Toronto? Pizza, wine, and disco. So good. The pizza was so honey. I was like, I don't know if honey was going to taste good in the pizza, but it was amazing. I'm telling you, the wine on the pizza was so delicious and just like just perfect. Because sometimes when you have wine on, uh, not wine, honey, when you sometimes when you have honey on pizza, it just turns out to be, you know, weird and it doesn't really blend well with the flavors mm-hmm. of the pizza. But this time around, oh my God, so good. So let's talk about our horrible attempts of bar hopping. And talk. <laughs> oh my God. So here's the thing. Our friend, which we won't name unless, you know, he wants to give us his name on the pod, told us he would be, you know, putting up, you know, finding some melanin uh bar spots here in toronto so you know where black and brown people usually hang out you know Mm -hmm. those type of vibes so we the day came around it was a friday he didn't send us anything and so i looked up on tiktok because honestly guys tiktok is the best place when it comes to searching for anything you need a new skirt want a new trendy skirt you want to know when the newest hottest cafe is in town tiktok yeah. You want to know, you know, where you can get really good, you know, cheap boxed wine, TikTok. So I we, I went there and I found three and I posted up, but there really are outside of Toronto, obviously Woodstock, Etobicoke, even North York. And I did end up driving to Toronto 
We ended up going to Pizza Wine and Disco to eat, and I guess to pre, right, PK? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we preed here at Pizza Wine and Disco, and it took me forever to find my car and the parking on the street. When it comes to parking on the street in Toronto, it is the craziest thing ever because they do still charge for parking in the evenings. As of 9 p.m., it's free. So I ended up parking at 8.30. And they didn't give me a ticket at the end of the night. So anyways, we went to Pizza Wine and Disco. It's on Queen Street West. Everybody knows the vibe when it comes to Queen Street West. But this is our first time, honestly, when it comes to bar hopping in on, on Queen Street West. So we ended up going to Pizza Wine and Disco. We ordered the pizza. We got, we got our own drinks and cocktails. I ordered... It's King, King Street, right? I think it's King Street. Yeah, King Street. Yeah, so I ordered a cocktail. I forgot what it was, but it was really good. I think I had rum in it or something. What was your cocktail? Mine was um, limey. It was lime and vodka. Ooh, yeah, right. It was really sweet. Mine was a bit sour. I like the sourness of the cocktail. And I think our friend had a tall, tall drink um, that looked like a wine uh, wine inside but I don't I don't remember what it was do you remember what it was no I don't remember what it was but it was more um it was sweeter than mine mm. what was your vibe of pizza wine and disco I think it was good um like the food and drinks were good but then in terms of the music I did I was not a fan because like they were playing music when our parents were <laughs> like young like these are like songs that my our parents probably would have known but they were definitely like not songs that you can dance to but then I was happy that the DJ came because then he started playing throwbacks but then what was the point of playing throwbacks if we're gonna play them at like an increased speed <laughs> like it made at no sense times to 10 times faster you know like, you know how do you how do you dance to that like just play it at a normal it. speed it was literally insane uh, they were playing, uh, for instance, they were playing Rihanna. Work, 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 work. Instead, it was work, 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 work. <laughs> I'm like, did we have like way too many drinks? I don't think so. We only had one. We only had one. And honestly, guys, it was, it was, I was not, I didn't have another drinks to deal with this. I didn't have another drinks to do with this. Actually, maybe the DJ had way too many. <laughs> Literally. I think the drinks literally had way too many because every single song, even a Drake song, was a It just ruins the whole vibe. It ruined the whole vibe. So they didn't end up playing. They started playing music that we actually recognize at 9 p. 9 p. around 11. Eleven. Okay, it was eleven. We did order this mac and cheese dish, which honestly I thought it would use actual macaroni pasta, but they used more eggshell pasta. It ended up, the more you ate it, the more it tasted good. But the uh, first one was- I had like one bite and I was like done. <laughs> it was literally like pasta dipped in butter. That's how it tasted. It was, it, okay, it was actually really good. The more you ate it, the more it actually tasted good. Would I really recommend to get that when you go there? No. Obviously, get the pizza. Get any of the pizza. Yes. It would be freaking delicious. Um, the wine, the, the our cocktails were a bit expensive, but I think that's that's normal Toronto pricing, no? Yeah, no, definitely uh, on King Street, that's normal. Normal pricing. So we ended up getting up. We, you know, we went to the washroom and then we ended up dancing for literally I don't know, fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. And then 
um, before we started dancing, our friend turns to us saying, because we thought we were all going to bar hop and do this whole thing the entire night, at least till three o'clock in the morning. Our friend turns to, turns to us and he goes, oh, guys, I'm actually going to leave at 1130. And we're like, what? <laughs> so crazy. Just like dropped a bomb on us. <laughs> a bomb. Oh, guys, I drive from Niagara. I live in Niagara. I drive from Niagara to Toronto to hang, not just to go to dinner for an hour. I don't. Okay, sometimes I do do that. Honestly, all the time I do that, which is fine. <laughs> but we took time to get ready and to do this thing and we all planned we would you know bar up and go to clubbing at two or three o'clock in the morning so we're kind of really upset right pk and we're yeah it just didn't go as i thought it would like the day didn't go by i don't know so i was really upset not really i honestly i was actually deeply upset that he wanted to leave early and, but I didn't show it. I respected his decision. You know, fine. We'll, we'll talk a, a different time, hopefully this weekend. So we, me and PK, ends up leaving Wine and Disco. And we're like, you know what? I think there's another bar. Let's check out this other bar that we found on TikTok, actually. And uh, I think it's, I forgot. Actually, no. I, oh, it's called Tutu's. It's called Tutu's. We and we went there, and then the bar was empty. And Closed. Love so that. we're asked. <laughs> yeah, literally insane. We a- we asked the the employees, "Hey guys, um, what's happening here?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, he goes, "Yeah, we're closed for the night." And I'm like, "Bruh." It's only 11, 11.30 here. He goes, yeah, sorry. And then, okay, so we ended up trying to go in and take the and look for other places. And then I, we ended up, because they go, um, you go ask the employees. And I go, okay, I went to go ask the employees. Uh, what are really cool places? Because we don't want EDM. We don't want house music. Who knew? Yeah. All over freaking Queen Street is all house music bars. Bro. I know. Bro. So we asked the people, the employees at Tutu's, hey guys, do you know anywhere that's, that's Afrobeat, hip hop, pop, literally that type of vibe? They goes, no, they don't know much. Um, so you, so we're like, okay, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Um, see you later. So we left. Um, I think we found a place though called Color Juliet. Yeah. So, PK, tell us what happened from when we were there. So, we were there, and we were pretty excited. Like, we were down. And the um, bouncer was like, oh, it's 20 was it 20 Yeah, $20 cover. Um, and then we're like, oh, we don't have any. And he's like, well, let me know when you have the cash. And then we after, after that, we ended up trying to find an ATM, which is crazy because I thought, it would be, you know, in the bars and mm-hmm. around nearby. Mm-hmm. But we ended up finding an ATM in the gas station. So we walked over there. It was pretty cold, actually. So it was not a fun walk. But we made it over there and it ended up being closed. 
God. So, and it's freezing, by the way, guys. This is, it's freezing cold, you know. And let me just say, before we, you know, before... It was really windy. Really, really, really windy. And actually, on the ride here, I was being really super insecure, MJ, which, honestly, I'm more insecure these days than not. But um, sometimes, I don't know. It depends. But I was, I was telling, I was telling, you know, PK, oh, you know, we're going clubbing now. We're going to color Julia, and I, I'm not wearing a dress because I've heard really horrific stories on social media and elsewhere where the bouncer or the people outside of the club, I don't know who they're, I don't know what they're called, but anyways, they pick and choose who to enter the club. Especially when you have celebrity guests and all these things, the only one certain type of people, which is wrong, obviously, which is wrong. Yeah. But when we, but I know that they want certain girls to be in the club for promotional and aesthetic purposes. But the guy, since we were like on King Street, it didn't really matter as much since like it would be mostly just like college people, and it's not really super fancy. Mm -hmm. Whereas like other places, yeah, definitely, I think dress code would matter so much more yeah i don't know what the other places would be um but yeah we ended up at the gas station and then we ended up walking back and then we couldn't find an atm and um we ended up (laughs) we were thinking of ubering to the bank (laughs) and back but i don't know if that really made sense because it would have been more than cover basically yeah. And honestly, $20 cover is actually not that bad. If you think about it, $20 cover is actually much cheaper than um, when when you're clubbing in Boston. In Boston, it's about $30, $40 each. Uh, yeah, that's insane. But, yes. But honestly, the clubs in Boston, so it's a hit or miss. It's, mm. you know, they're two, they're, all the clubs are literally in one block. And so you can hop around the thing is you can't leave and come back once you leave you can't come back mm-hmm. so you can go for an hour on one and pay one cover 40 bucks and you go to the next club and you pay 30 dollars for the next club so you end up paying like 150 bucks just on hopping clubs which is insane but um that's boston for you but that's but 20 bucks 20 dollar covers not that bad yeah it's not bad at all yeah but so now we have like a bit of a starter package <laughs> if you guys want to hear about it which is basically to have cash. What else? I think to have a list of places, to have backups. To have a list of places, to have backups. And to have at least 40 in cash, at least. I, yeah, I would say 40 in cash, at least 40 in cash. Ask around the place, ask around for the type of vibes that you're looking for. So if you like house house and EDM music, then you will love bar hopping on Queen Street West in Toronto. If you do not like the, you know, EDM music or house music, and let's say you have a car, then it's worth it to go to the lounges outside of the downtown Toronto area, which is, you know, you know, the lounges in Woodstock, the lounges in North York, the clubs and things like that. Um, There are after parties that I've been to in North York that are pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you know the type of music that you want to listen to all night. If not, then don't just, like, blindly just enter one because you think that they're going to shuffle all music, which they are not, which we were. Yeah, we were definitely not prepared. <laughs> not prepared at all because I thought Queen Street West was a bit more diverse. 
But honestly, guys, Queen Street West in downtown Toronto is for the white folk. Okay? For the white. Yeah, there's just a lot of places, but you don't really know the music type until you're there. Exactly. Even if we do research in it, it's just not the same. And you have to, like, feel the vibes by actually going there, which kind of sucks. But I think that's where, like, you have to look into a lot more TikTok videos and just videos in general just to get that vibe. Exactly. And wear comfortable clothes or, or clothes that you're comfortable with. I We saw a lot of girls who were wearing, yeah. you know, um, mini skirts and high heels and all of these things. A lot of them were Ubering, though. Uh, but there a lot, a lot of people, most people were just walking around. Uh, and it was St. Patrick's weekend, right? So not a lot of people were wearing green, to be quite honest. Which yeah. is kind of to be expected because we're all born adults, which we're going to all wear green, you know, in these days. I don't think it's, maybe if you were actually in a college party. Yeah. Because I did run out, run, um, I did see a group of guys but they were in college that were wearing green in the subway remember when i told you yeah yeah they were crazy they were literally drunk obviously and it's it's kind of annoying how they sat right across from me it's like you have the entire subway and you choose to sit right across from me that's it's just awkward because it puts me in an awkward position i'm like do i con um, converse with them or do i just like ignore them i would ignore no they were just so funny because they were just doing yeah. the stupidest things. I mean, were the were you and them the only people in, in the subway car? Well, there was um, two other guys and a girl that were sitting a little bit farther away, but they were still in the same area. So mm-hmm. one of the guys over there, he like came by and he's like, hey, what's up? And they started like dancing and like, you know, like shaking each other's hands and hugging each other. And I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, where are you guys going? And they're like, oh, we're going to go to this, like, St. Patty's party on, like, Queen Street or something. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just really funny because, like, they were so hyped up and I was just super sober. And I'm like, what's going on? Exactly. We weren't drunk enough for that. But honestly, I'm happy that you were safe. I've, I've, again... Because we've because I've watched a lot of movies and TV shows, those type of scenarios, especially when you're you're the only girl in the car in, in the subway car in a sea of men or drunk, that's scary for me. It was a little bit scary, but then apologizing too. They were like, Oh, we're sorry we chose this spot. And then when they were leaving, they're like, We're so sorry if we made you uncomfortable and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, no worries. Like that was like really nice of them to say, but it was a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> At least you could have put yourself on TikTok so I could have enjoyed it. You know what I mean? We do I know. I was going to, like, record the whole thing. But it was just funny because, like, when we passed the um, St. Patrick's station, they started screaming, being like, happy St. Patrick's Day. And I don't know. Some of them had an Irish a- accent, too. Mm. So they were, like, really into it. Wow. Wow. Were any of them hot? Um, No, none of them were, like, my type. Hmm. Or any of them my type? I would think one of them would be your type. Okay. Were all of them white? No, one of them was Hispanic, I guess. Okay. It wasn't okay. white. Yeah. Yeah, but they're in their early 20s, I'm guessing. Really? Yeah, they're young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're babies. We can't be dating babies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're grown. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, so that's what happened. And then here's the other crazy thing as well. When we're doing this again, we realize that we have to find some place to stay because mm-hmm. why, 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 did I, why would I say that? Because, um, since I missed my subway train. So apparently the last subway is at 1.40 and I thought it was 2 a.m., but it's not. So something that we learned <laughs> that night. So I don't live in Toronto. I, I, and I remember that when I was living in Toronto, I had to make sure that I, I didn't miss my miss the last train. I, yeah. I thought the train would be, the last train would be more around 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. But for it to just be at 2 a.m. is a bit... Maybe they've changed it in COVID. I don't know. Yeah, which is annoying because that was honestly like my worst nightmare since I was kind of stuck. But it was good that you were there. Thank yeah. God. Imagine if I was in. Imagine if in- you were already left like half. You were halfway there. Because <laughs> they dropped her off at the subway station um, close to Union, I'm sure. And I was like, oh, good night. And then, because I ended up driving back home at 1.30 a.m., whatever. Uh, but uh, I ended up getting home around 2.30, 3 o'clock. But she ended up calling me five or ten minutes into me driving. And she goes, hey, so I'm Just want to let you know that I'm with. miss my dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, boy. And, and honestly, I didn't mind it because... You know, I didn't want to leave you there alone, like at two o'clock in the morning, and um, I would feel bad if I did that. So I'm happy that your sister agreed to pick you up at Square One Mall. That's where I ended up dropping you, and you had to convince your sister, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was it was fine, honestly. It worked out, thank God. Like I wasn't stuck there forever because I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have have taken an Uber, but. That would have been crazy high since it's St. Patty's and so it would have been like really bad for my bank account. <laughs> right. Oh, you think it would have been more expensive to Uber or to do a ride share? I think during the holidays it is more expensive. Oh, I thought it would be I guess that makes sense because there'd be more more demand. Yeah. Versus if no one was requesting when it would have been cheaper i don't know I, I don't know how it works i know that when i was taking um an uber from um the buffalo airport to the border the canadian border it was about a hundred dollars us which is insane so oh, I, wow yeah it was it's it's insane so i don't know I, I might actually start traveling to america from toronto from now on because it's just expensive for me to do the uber thing um, Uber to the border and then take a taxi back home. So I ended up paying a lot of money. But yeah, I had to refresh it. But I guess a lot of people at that time was wanting an Uber, but it was around, around midnight. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, Ubers are just getting more and more expensive, I feel Uber like. Uber is really expensive. I don't understand. Because, like, gas is not even that expensive. No. Ubers. No, not that, not anymore. And, and some days it's actually really, some days it's quite cheap. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Okay it's so annoying so that was our failed outing so (laughs) honestly i don't yeah we're we're gonna try and go to dinner um this weekend and you guys know how that goes 
And Tom yeah. Ferris trying to do like a heart to heart because yeah, I haven't seen him. But like, yo, bro, why did you ditch us? Like, what, what? Like, what? What's going on? What's happening? Yeah, honestly, like for the whole night, I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> we were literally shocked. Thank God we had drinks in us already because sober, sober us angry when we with sober us would have been, we would have snapped a little bit harder on him. Honestly, yeah. Literally. Uh, but yeah, that's our guide, a guide to kind of bar hopping in downtown Toronto. Make sure you wear a jacket, something that's like light, but also keeps you warm. Um, people kind of wore casual clothes, you know, jeans, cute top type of thing. And yeah. Yeah, make sure you always bring cash. Cash is not dead, apparently. I know. Since there's no ATMs. Oh, yeah. Make sh- ATMs. ATMs are unavailable after midnight. Let's just <laughs> ATMs are unavailable. But it, the, the, the crazy thing is, I, I, I'm surprised that there was no ATMs inside the inside the bar, inside the club. I know. I didn't even see inside the pizza plates. Oh, true. Actually, we could have. No, I don't know if we could have got cash back. True. Because the pizza, wine, and disco, guys, it's more of a bar than a restaurant. Even though it looks like a restaurant, but it turns into a bar after 11 p.m. So they remove some of the chairs and tables. And there's a disco in there. So highly recommend that place. You know, but the music, if it's how's it EDM playing in your vibe, you know, we just go there for the food. Um, But yeah, I guess carry cash and you can access an ATM. But usually in Boston, the clubs had an ATM. So it's interesting how they didn't have an ATM. But I guess there's just some clubs still carry ATM. Guys, we don't club. We don't do clubbing. We don't. Yeah. Don't have much advice, but <laughs> we don't have a lot of advice. Okay, we're we're learning as we go. Just very um, basic advice. Yeah. No, I never clubbed. I never did a lot of clubbing throughout university or college. I was like, uh, I was very studious, and I studied a lot and kept my nose to the ground and worked hard. Um, yeah, that was me too. But I feel like it's bit different here in Toronto compared to London where I studied in Mm -hmm. just because the cover would be only like 10 bucks or less Mm -hmm. so it would be like five or ten bucks depending on the day Mm -hmm. um and it would also just be like there's ATMs in the clubs so Mm -hmm. it didn't really matter if you didn't have cash on you right and sometimes you would even have like free cover depending on if there's an event going on Mm. or you can buy your like your tickets ahead of time and stuff like that so it was it's definitely different it's cheaper when I during like my uni years compared Mm. to now like Toronto's pretty pricey especially King Street yeah I mean the the entrance fee is actually not that bad to be quite honest and honestly guys another tip as well you can actually enter into a lot of clubs if you're a woman anyway before 11 11 30 Usually right. they have that policy. Uh, so, yeah. So that's that's our bar hopping adventure. I really want to talk about my obsession with this guy at work. PK. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys. MJ and her imaginership. Is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, go ahead. Uh, here, here's the thing. I need everybody to assess this for a second. I need everybody. Okay. Um, it's a white guy. It's a white guy at work with a lot of bad baggage. A lot of baggage. He's much older than me. 
mm-hmm. you know, but he's mature. I like me a mature man, um, family man, uh, smart man, quiet man, uh, that is burly and, you know, how did I, what, what did I say last time? It was, uh, that looks like, that looks like he's like, looks like he can carry a tree. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> now, moving on. So, we, who is now giving me googly eyes. Like, he looks deep into my eyes, especially when I look at him. And he goes out of his way to say, bye, bye. He didn't do that today, though, which I was kind of upset about. <sighs> Whatever. And he... So, he hasn't asked me out. Would you guys say that he likes me? Would you guys think that he's into me? Would you guys say that, you know, and it's been months. And honestly, if we weren't working, I would have asked him out a long time ago. But because we're working, I don't want to mess up my situation at work. I need to know for a fact that you are into me okay and i don't want to beat around the bush i don't want to convince you and i don't know if this is pick me energy or whatever it is but i need to be chosen i i need the guy to choose me i don't want to be chasing the man i don't want to do all this so i don't want to ask him out first because we work together i need to know that he actually wants me right um when it comes to white guys though guys it's interesting because White guys love to flirt with me and some reason for some reason are not really sure either A, they like me or A, they want to go out with me. So that's just the only thing with white guys though for me. The other types of guys, white and black guys, are really forward and very forthcoming. What do you say, PK? At this point, I just um, want to be... Wait, yeah, continue. At this point, I just, I, I just want to be around him. What do you say to that? What do you what do you think? What do you think I should? <sighs> so I I, I think I... yeah yeah okay. Um, I think it's like at the point where you need to move on. Unfortunately, gaps like you don't really know much about his background. You don't know his full story in terms of his family and his kids and his relationships, his past relationships. And you're also not able to have these conversations because of work. Since you both work at the same place, it's hard for you guys to obviously have these conversations at work, but also make time out work just because you're, you might, he might not be able to pursue a relationship because of work. And what are, what is your HR say about having relationships with like coworkers and i think it is more of a loss for for you i guess if you pursue one and if you're the one who's starting it but it's also a little bit of a loss for him too and he might be putting his career before his relationships and he might be still dealing with his past so there's a lot of like unknowns and a lot of uncertainty when it comes to this guy yeah, there are a lot of unknowns in our search team, and and honestly, 
is past relationship. I mean, I don't know. You could be dating for all I know. And mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, there's something to be said about something, some, you know, me being obsessed with a guy that I barely know. There are things I do know because we have talked at work. I mean, we had a meeting yesterday and I knew a little bit more about him. I'm all sitting right next to him. So it was like the joy of my life. Um, and uh, like I like, touched his knee. I was like, oh, you don't know this thing? He goes, <laughs> like, okay. This is what I need to live on. Okay, I just need to be around. Oh my gosh. So, and there's another thing too to say that why are you flirting with a woman who you are not going to take the next step with? And I hate that. Yeah. But let me just put a PSA to all men who think it's okay to flirt with the woman at work. Unless that woman is a woman that you are married to or, or, is, or is dating or you're looking to date, do not flirt with a woman at work. I just don't understand. I feel like that's how, like, some guys are. That's just their personality. And they might not, like, that might not be their intention, but that's just how they are. No, no, no. That's what everybody is who are really, you know, really flirtatious, and they have a whole, whole ass woman and their kids and everybody at at home. Or no you can be a certain way and not flirt with a woman and still be kind and still be courteous and still be respectful to them actually flirt your your personality doesn't include flirt in it so i hate that so but that also like says a lot about the guy in terms of like not having boundaries and not be- being respectful yes only if you're not with the relationship if you're not in a relationship you know do not flirt with somebody if you don't want to move on with that you know take the next step with so yeah which is annoying because he is he is flirting with you he's not willing to take the next step so what's the point of all this exactly and my friend is saying oh you know maybe he doesn't know if he likes you but he's continues to flirt with you to to know uh there was a point last week where he said bye to me and he was there was like a massive pause and there's a client in the office and i'm like bro he's looking at me and he's in those eyes and i'm like what is it? He goes, okay, well, I'm just gonna, you know, turn off the lights and leave. And I'm like, okay. And then, like, what? Are you gonna ask me? Oh, bro, like, what is a pause? Like, what are you gonna do here? You gonna ask me from the client? Like, what? And he's looking at me, smiling. I mean, like, what? What is that face for? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's weird. You know, I I don't know, and and my friend, even the girls that work here, I don't know why he's acting weird around you. I was like, well, you're his friend, apparently. You let me know, figure out, figure out some details. Go and talk to him in covert or whatever you need to do, okay? And come back to me with the right information. Anyway, let's move on. I'm over, I'm over, but I'm not. Let's be honest. But yeah, anyway, I feel like I, I get those looks at work too, and it's just like, have you not ever seen a girl? <laughs> literally, literally. Have you not seen a beautiful woman before? Why are you acting like this? Yeah, it's weird because like they would stare, but they wouldn't say anything. So I'm like, I'm not going to stare back. (laughs) Honestly, I would stare back because I needed to know that I'm so interested. Like, you need to make a move because I'm not going to do this forever. I'm going to fucking move on, bro. Um, But I will, I am moving on. Like, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to it. Yeah, I think you need to explore other options and, yeah. I'm trying to go on other dating apps, and uh, but I need better pictures. So hopefully we can get better pictures this weekend, um, on our dinner date. Hopefully that we are gonna have. But yeah, on to 
some uh, shows. Like Wait, have you watched any new shows? Let's just start with you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I did watch some new shows. Um, I watched Dance 100. Have you seen it? Yeah. It reminds you know what it reminds me of? It's that old show um with from, from the Jabberwockies. You know the show that the Jabberwockies won? Mm, no. What show was that? The show that the Jabberwockies were on. Um I'm gonna try and Google it for you guys. Uh but yeah, tell us what the what the dance one hundred is. Okay, so the Dance 100 is a reality dance competition, and it's actually between um, choreographers, did I say that right? Yeah, choreographers instead of dancers. So it's a competition between the choreographers where they're given challenges, and then each round they have more dancers that are added to their routine. And the twist is that the dancers are actually the ones that are voting. So the dancers choose the choreographer that had the best routine and the one that had the least number of votes would be eliminated from the competition. Right. So Netflix is doing this thing where they're trying to flip the whole thing on your head there are no external experienced judges, but instead yeah. you have the contestants who are judges, just like perfect match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just like you- um, the circle. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's similar to other reality shows, which is good. But yeah, just like you were saying, there's like no judges. It's just the dancers. So the choreographers, they start with seven dancers in a routine and then they each round it increases in number and the final round or the finale is when the choreographers have to work with a hundred dancers wow so and how the best I- one wins a hundred thousand dollars wow but okay but how do they eliminate how are they eliminating people if they have to work with more people each and every round yeah so that's the part that gets complicated where they develop those relationships with their dancers when they're making the routines but the dancers don't have to they're able to change their vote and vote for somebody else if they had a better routine Mm. so it was kind of sad because like in one of the episodes um one of the choreographers uh his name is rex and he's like he definitely has a different style and people didn't really appreciate it that much. And I feel like they didn't really give Rex a chance. But it was sad. His whole team of seven dancers left. Mm. And they voted for somebody else. Oh, wow. Oh, I get it. So one person pairs off with a group of dancers. And they have to be good with a group of dancers. And if they don't, then then they leave? Yeah, they can leave and vote for another dancer i mean another uh, choreographer so at the end of each round they have a vote and they can either stand behind the choreographer that they did the dance for Mm -hmm. or they can vote for another choreographer that did a better routine and that just depends on how they felt working with a 
really comfortable and if the choreographer was professional or not and just in terms of how the working relationship was but also just like the skills the technicality how how the routine came together mm. so they I would give feedback too so they would do a routine and they would ask the dancers that weren't in the routine like what they thought about it and some of the feedback was kind of weird oh like you needed more face i didn't see much much of a, uh, your your dancers giving face or um it wasn't grungy enough like it was too clean the routine so it's kind of weird because like sometimes i feel like they were just giving feedback just to give something like just to say something things mm. are really fun to watch mm. but it's interesting because they all have to vote as somebody out that's not themselves so obviously they're gonna say something or or find something to say so they can yeah. vote that person out or vote or give a negative performance give a negative review but the show that i was talking about yeah was america's dance crew which honestly was oh epic. Do you remember that that was that, that was where Jabba, Jabberwockies won in two thousand and eight, and this show kind of reminds me of it. But the only difference is there are no judges, and the only judges are themselves, yeah. um, which mm -hmm. makes it interesting and complicated. Like the way you were explaining it, I kind of understand, but any ordinary person, yeah, it's kind of like difficult to wrap your head around because every show that we watch, there usually is there are judges that you know judge the performance but here it's like the judges are the dancers mm. and the dancers are dancing in some of these routines wow wow i think that makes it more interesting and fun to watch because you want to see how other people judge each other and, and dancers are honestly more critical than you might think actually they're we're really hard on ourselves right so yeah and I'm it was funny because like when the host says um, real recognizes real and that's true in this case because these dancers are recognizing other dancers you know yeah yeah and that's really interesting I mean they're making the whole dance dancing dance crew judging competition a bit more fun and interesting to watch because honestly if it was just another dance crew with judges that I'm most likely not going to watch but now now it's like that, that I might watch an episode or two. But how many episodes have you watched? I watched the whole uh, series. I binged oh, it. How would you rate it? I think I would give it a, a nine. Wow. Yeah, it was really interesting because there was a lot of like suspense in terms of who the best choreo is going to be. Okay. And it would change like from episode to episode. So Sometimes one choreographer would have like an amazing routine and would get a lot of votes. But in the next episode, his routine wasn't that good. And he like lost a lot of votes. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 Yeah. It's really person, interesting. So the person who won, do you think that's the person that should have won? Yeah. I think I was rooting for her from the beginning since I really liked her dance style and she was very creative. Like I've never seen some of these dance routines and these dance moves, whereas the other dancers, the dance moves were very, um, they weren't as original. That is so interesting. Okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, best 100 guys, very, would you say it's bingeable? Would you say it's a show that 
it's yeah, it's definitely binge. bingeable. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a dancer yourself, it's really cool to watch these routines because some of these dancers, it's nice to see a story behind it and how they are able to um, show this story through dancing. Especially when you watch the entire season. That's, wow, okay. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to watch. Um, watching a lot, guys. But the one movie that I, the one thing I have been watching was last week, uh, last week, yesterday. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, to be quite honest. This podcast. <laughs> no, but uh, the one movie that I have watched is Magic Mike's Last Dance. <laughs> and I just need a man to dance for me. You know what I mean? Um, do you, have you <laughs> watched the movie? <laughs> it's like that really old movie, no? No. Uh, there has uh, been more than one movie, um, but it's Mike's Last Dance. And I've been, I've loved all of uh, all of uh, Channing Tatum's uh, movies in these series. So it's basically um, off Last Dance, uh, Mike Last Dance trilogy. So Mike Lane, so Channing Tatum, takes to the stage once again when a business deal that went bust leaves him broke and bartending in Florida. Hoping for one last hurrah, Mike heads to London with a wealthy socialite who lures him with an offer he can't refuse and an agenda all her own. With everything on the line, he soon finds himself trying to whip hot, whip, <laughs> whip a hot new roster of talented dancers into shape in London. So if you guys don't know, I'm sure you guys know um, of Channing Tatum's um, mm-hmm. last dance movie so he has my oh it's called magic mike so i'm sure you guys know like all of magic mike's movies um so so there's the oh, first one magic was, mike one released was it this year oh actually sorry you're right it was released this year not in 2022 this year so it's magic mike's i guess trilogy movies i think they've made three or four yeah. you have magic mike the original 2012 magic mike mm-hmm. xsl uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance, which is this year. I think there was another one. I could be wrong. But honestly, whoever's paying this man to dance in the way that he's dancing in this movie <laughs> should get should be the first one to go to heaven. Um, should just like, we just we love you. We love you, we honor you, we respect you. The way Channing Tatum is moving his body, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Salma is lucky. <laughs> Literally, because the way he's moving his body, cut, caressing Salma Hayek I, all over her house. <laughs> I, I literally, I have to watch it three times. Sorry, I watched that scene three times. Oh and then I continue with the movie. Um, and let me just say, it's longer than expected. It's be and there's this girl where did you watch it on i watch it uh i bought the movie and through a site um i forgot what it Um. it was to youtube i forgot where but anyways i did that and so there was this voiceover this girl voiceover in the movie and i'm like why is why is this girl voiceover in the movie it doesn't even match with the actual vibe of the movie it was cringe at times because sama hayek was dancing and like i don't think sama hayek can actually dance um, but you can actually tell as well that Tatum is actually getting quite old. 
but the boy can move to save his oh, damn. And it reminds me of Step Up. Anybody who's in the early 2000s know Step Up was one of the greatest mm, yeah. choreography. Like the choreography in that movie was epic. Like it was one of the greatest dance scenes ever. Uh, and to, for me was Step Up and Channing Tatum first second movie was incredible in that. So any movie that allows us to see him dance again, move his hips, gyrate, hump, I'll be watching it 10 times over. <laughs> um, and, and that's what I needed because, you know, I have like the boy blues right now. Um, sometimes I have, I have those hump days where I'm like, but, you know, I need him. I like him. I hate him. I need him. So it was just what I needed. It filled my heart. I still have to finish the movie. Um, so far, so 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 good. But the movie's actually getting too long. I don't know why it's, it's getting this long, but I need them to actually perform on the stage so I can see them without no shirt. But they're still hiring dancers, and Sama Hayek is fighting with Chan. You know, fight with Chan. Tatum. Channing Tatum knows what he's doing. Okay, he knows how to dance. He knows how to you know train men, grown men, how to dance, and he knows. How to make our girl go wild with the dance. Like, <laughs> let him do what he needs to do. What are you fighting for? You're the reason you, you off of one dance. Okay. He but brought, why are the reviews so bad? The it's reviews like are so bad. They, they are even, they're so. 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they don't know what I'm talking about. For that, they're, they're obviously, they're, 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 they're obviously rating this movie off of, oh, is this have a great storyline? Is it a masterpiece? Nobody's looking at that. Are you joking? Jesus. This is, oh my God, I don't like the way. Excuse me. This is not everything everywhere all at once. Okay. This is Magic Mike's last dance. You know what you're here. We're looking at Tim Tim's diary. Like, they, oh, excuse me. You look at this. Oh, is it is the character developed? A... No. 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 We don't even care about the other characters. Dang. So, is it bingeable? Absolutely. Um, it is a bit long, though. I would rate this 9 out of 10. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. Because, the, 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 honestly, the movie's actually quite long. Um, and honestly, you know, Channing Tatum is actually trying to chase after Sama Hayek, and I'm kind of a bit jealous when, when that happens throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And how was like the chemistry between them? Was it good? The chemistry between them is high and cold. Like there are times where I say, okay, I can see it. Like the very first scene, the very first dancing scene with Samahai like, in, in her house, yeah, was electric. In the first half seconds, I was like, oh, it's looking a bit cringy. But when they got into it, I'm like, thank you. She's so lucky. And I'm like slowly crying inside. No, not, uh, not inside, outside. I'm slowly crying. Um, but no, the chemistry is hot and heavy, and it's it's hot and cold. Um, the act, you're not watching this movie because of the acting, guys. But if, if you want something to really like, like Mike says when it comes to his dance, if you want to forget the world, <laughs> if you just want to forget your troubles, then you watch this movie, baby. <laughs> I will be watching this again. So it's definitely um, binge worthy. Ex- yeah, I, I, I would say somewhat binge worthy. Um, I would say you know, like watch- you're not going to be watching like an Oscar winner. Obviously, it's not going to be Oscar. If this is an Oscar winner, then you know, 
<laughs> you know, I'm happy. You know, <laughs> no, okay. Channing Tatum's dance routine in this movie should be Oscar Oscar winning performance because honestly, if this man was not a stripper in his own personal life, I don't know how he did this. Because I, th- I might have been was. like in his past life, yeah, in his past life. I think he was before before the step up movie. I think he was a stripper. Um, he's just so or, good at it. Like how he's so. I'm telling you, PK, you need. To watch that first scene with Sama, and you'll be like, "What the? <laughs> Where can we sign up for this?" <laughs> I need Why is he casting for the house. next movie? Oh my god! Literally, I guess this is this is his last movie. It's his last. This is his last Magic Mike movie. It's so funny because in the movie she goes, "Okay, I heard my friend is really good with dancing." He goes, "No, I'm not. I don't do that anymore." And she goes, "Oh, I'll pay you six thousand dollars." And um, and he goes. Okay, I don't think you. I don't think you understand what you paid for, but let's start. And it was literally it was like six, seven hour dance, and I'm like, oh wow, <laughs> oh wow. Best I'm dance I did gonna, last night. I'm telling you, I'm definitely gonna watch it just for the dancing. You need to watch. I don't even care. I don't care what you do. You need to watch. But anyways, moving on. That movie was good just for that. Like, bless whoever is giving him money. Like whoever the production companies. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, anyways. But um, I'm sad it's like his last movie. It's, I know, I'm sure. I, I like, Channing Tatum is one of those guys who's really good at keeping up his body. Yeah. You can tell. His, how old his is body's he? incredible, even though he's like old now. I wonder uh, how old is he? Yeah. I think he's like, what, 35, 40? 42. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Oh, wait, Selma is 56. Yeah. She's okay. Yeah, and she actually looks and acts the six in this movie, but Channing Tatum honestly looks like he's in older thirties. You can tell like his age, his age is keep, keep catching, you know, catching up with him, but he can still move like any twenty-something-year-old, like better actually, better. The connection he makes, honestly, the way he connects with those girls is the way I feel like me and that guy at work looks at each other. It's oh like, my gosh! I'm telling you, it's electric. And that's why I'm so confused. I'm so confused as to what is going on. Are you just want to flirt with me? Like, what? Anyway, it's not about another rabbit hole. Do you PK, think it's better than, like, the previous movie? Do you, it again? Do you think this, like, movie acting was better than the previous ones? Um, or I dancing? Say, I was, no, I would say the acting is better in the first Magic Mike movies. First and second Magic Mike movies. Yeah. Um. The dancing in this from Channing Tatum, he gave it his all. It's very good. I would still say the like I said, I am I am really a fan of a lot of people's older work. So mm-hmm. Channing Tatum step up movies was one of his best. His his the, the choreography and the movements that he did in that movie was literally. I think he got an award for that. Um, of gigs from that, so. That's his one of his best performances would be in Step Up, the first Step Up. I think that's where he made his name. Absolutely. It wasn't from Dear John. It wasn't from the Dear John movie. No. It was it was from Step Up. Everybody knew from Step Up. Like everybody fell in love with him like I did and still in love with him. And from there on, he created a brand work, a career off. And I don't know, the movies that he's been doing, he had a movie with a dog last year. And I'm like, okay. 
Literally, he had a movie with a dog. I don't understand what that movie was about. Yeah, like do an action movie, baby. Do an action movie. It's literally called Dog. Yeah, you found it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. called Dog. What is that? 22 Jump Street was good. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. 22 Jump Street was very good. It was one of those pop yeah. culture movies that if you weren't into pop culture back then, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get a lot of the jokes and references, but it, it was very, very good. Um, yeah. Highly recommend that. And highly obviously recommend his best work to step up. Period. Yeah. And that's I why. Agree. Yeah. And that's why you'll see a lot of, you, you'll see him doing a lot of, out of the dancing because number one, he has background in dancing. Um, I don't know where and how, but he can dance, obviously. Um, and yeah, he shows his move in that movie. And oh, thank you, whoever hired him for this role. Thank you. I don't know who loves, I don't know who is keep making these movies. Why is he giving him money? Thank you. We love you. Just... I'm guessing this is his last one. I don't know. Yeah, we'll it's see, his I last guess. Magic Mike movie. I don't know. I, yeah. I really hope he goes into the action realm, though. Like, he does some action movies now. Yeah. Let's see some range on you, baby. It's some range. You know? Yeah, because we only really know him from Magic Mike. Exactly. We all know that he can gyrate. We all know what you look like with your no t-shirt off. But yeah, it'll definitely be nice to see him in different roles. And yeah. I think he can do well in them, too. He has, like, potential. Yeah, exactly. He has great potential great potential damn i love him so much damn i'm gonna watch that movie now <laughs> mm-hmm. no you need to it's i will be, need to be your assignment for the week yeah it'll for- literally make you so happy you'll literally forget your troubles and be like wow i was just transported damn okay i'll let you guys know next week all right next let episode let us know so the one show I didn't get to watch, I started to watch the first episode. Because the thing is, I feel like when it comes to TV shows and movies, I need to get into it. I need to yeah. be in the vibe. I need to be. So right now, I'm not really in the vibe of Shadow and Bone. I'm really in the vibe of rom com. But I did, but I did start watching the first episode. But you, I, I think I watched I, three episodes, but I haven't seen all of it yet. Do you want to? You want to see if I get into it next week? Yeah, I feel like it's very slow. Like the first few episodes that I've been watching, it's super slow. So I'm hoping the intensity picks up. Yeah, it's really slow. And honestly, I really have forgotten why I liked it. Me too. <laughs> and I guess because it was it started in the pandemic. And so yeah, nothing else to do. Because I think it, start, it started right when there was lockdown. Nothing else to do but to wrap your mind around a show. So when it dropped, I watched it from beginning to end. But yeah. now I have to get into the characters and I'm like, I don't like you as a character. And I'm like, what, what's going on? What it's definitely harder to, to binge. This it's season. harder to binge because now I feel like I need to watch a part of the previous seasons. But I, yeah. even the recap that Netflix did for us for that season, I'm like, Whoa. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good at all. And I'm like, I'm still confused as to what's going on. Same. Because a lot <laughs> happened in season one. A lot happened, and that's the problem. If they... In the recap. Exactly, and, and that's what I'm saying. If they, they didn't do a really good recap, and that's why I said in past few episodes, which you should go watch. Okay, thank you. Um, 
if they actually dropped the second season right after or shortly after the first season, it would have been a hit. Yeah. But now you have to figure out why you liked it, what has happened, da 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 what's happening with this character. Why she's having been issues. too long and the recap hasn't covered everything in season one. And season one was just so complex that a little bit more complex. <laughs> uh, season two was more complex and see, the recap didn't even cover the love story triangle at all. Yeah, so I did. I I'm watching the first season of the first episode of the second season and I'm like, oh wait a minute. Wasn't she like married and having sex with the bad guy and now is this with th- with this dude which honestly I don't like this dude for her but she's yeah I, I don't feel like in- they have any chemistry together thank you That's they're like brother and thinking. sister it looks they're- like they're brother and sister which is thank crazy you. I'm like this feels really weird bro it's really cringy it's really cringy because they it, okay there's compatibility and chemistry they're definitely have tons of compatibility it looks like they both want the same things but there's no spark there's no chemistry there so it literally looks like it's her brother and and the first season did not do a good gap of telling us why she loves this man so much yeah but now we don't really remember i think they were like from childhood they knew each other a lot but Mm. They didn't really have that love connection. It was more of just like a brother-sister vibe. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm watching this and I'm like, I don't really want you two together. Why are we watching you? I'm like fast forwarding some of the points. Like the points, like the the, the crew, Um, you know, the, 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 the three people of the crew that's trying to travel. I don't know why they're traveling. I still didn't understand. I honestly skipped through that point and... Like, I'm skipping three episodes. <laughs> Marilyn's like, let me just forward this a little bit. Literally. Let me just forward this I, a little bit. And you end up being at the end of the episode. <laughs> it's like, never mind. I'll just go to the next episode. <laughs> I actually do. I actually don't do that often, to be quite honest. So the fact that I'm doing it for this, this, for this show, it's kind of sad. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's really slow. Like, it took me a while to get through those three episodes. I didn't even watch it, like, consistently. I watched it, like, part by part. But mm-hmm. I still can't put the whole story together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Netflix, what's happening? Oh. Like, the costumes and the sets look really good. Yeah. But I, I don't know. The plot is confusing. The plot is confusing us, and I still don't understand why. You know those three three people traveling. Yeah, um, the girl, the white guy, and then the biracial black guy. I guess. Yeah, I don't understand what they're trying to do. I feel like they're trying to use Elena, or I don't know what. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're trying to. I think they're trying to use Elena. But Elena is trying to use their help right now since she needs to she needs help capturing the third amplifier. Mm. And then once she captures the third amplifier, she's able to destroy the fold. So I think mm. she's using their help, but 
also using Elena for something that's going to happen at the end. Mm. But I don't know because, like, it's hard to see their true character. You can kind of just see that they're they're just helping Elena, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. And that's where I fast forward. I fast forward their part, and then I try to wrap my head around Elena and let's just call it what should we call him the the friend zone guy let's call him the friend zone guy and like what nickname should we give him yeah um the bro <laughs> the bro yeah i don't yeah let's call him know. the bro because they definitely are not carrying the show no they're not carrying the show and the other three people are not carrying it too, so I don't understand what's happening. Have you oh, gotten to the I, part where the the group of the th- the three friends, the the brown girl and the white guy and the oh wait, that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black guy, the b- black biracial guy, I believe, and the white guy with the one eye, and then the brown girl. Yeah. Oh wait, but there is like chemistry between the white guy and the brown girl. Have you got got into that part? No, I might as well tell him it's fine. <laughs> okay, but I think that's like a bit more interesting, and that's what I'm kind of like invested in a bit now, mm. just because it shows us that they do have some chemistry, and there are like sparks flying, and mm. it also shows that shows the white guy's background in terms of why he's so hesitant in pursuing a relationship with her. Right. So I think that's what's really interesting in the show right now, but not Elena and the other guy. Yeah. And there's been and, and there's been a trend. I was watching a YouTube video that kind of highlighted this and it's true. Netflix love putting a racialized person with a white guy. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Like it would be great if that brown girl just date like had another brown guy to fall in love with or slowly fall in love with but it has to be but it has to be the white guy then we're not okay against white people obviously i'm apparently in love with this white guy at work but on tv shows on tv shows we like to see representation properly and it's weird that you know the racialized guy or even the racialized the racialized woman um, even a, a lot of the brown and black girls that star in Netflix shows are always in love with one white guy. Um, yeah, that's true. But again, like we're not talking about me here, but um, talking about them. Okay, and what the Netflix writers always do is great. That it's interesting how um, they're always putting that as a love interest, and they're not allowing because even Ginny and Georgia, like the show that you love, Ginny, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is in love with this white guy who obviously shouldn't, he really shouldn't be in love with. Um, and she breaks up with the Asian guy. Exactly. You have, uh, you know, that show where Mindy Kaling created. Where the brown girl is in love with the white guy. To all the boys we loved, the Asian girl, beautiful girl, and lay oh, in love yeah. with the white guy. You see, you see what I mean? So there's been like a massive trend on Netflix now where the racialized guy, racialized girls in love with the white guy. It's not good in terms of young people who are watching the show that, oh, you know, representation doesn't look good. Um, it kind of portrays that or displays that a message, not a good message. Oh, 
these people only, you know, date white guys or only attract white guys or it's good to see that the love stays within the race, just the representation for young people. Um, because we then put, you know, our romantic partners on this pedestal and um, and we end up putting the white race on a pedestal. And obviously, you all, you all know the white race have done some pretty, pretty, pretty things in the history, okay? Um, we want to break that Eurocentric mold, right? It's really important. I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not yeah. surprised as to why they put those two together. Netflix did that. Yeah, I think there is, like, the lack of diversity for sure since, like, mm-hmm. all these shows that you've just mentioned – it is mostly just a white with a white guy. Mm-hmm. Then I was thinking of like maybe like um, Sex Life, where yeah, yeah, but that's not Netflix, wasn't it? It was on Netflix. Oh, like it wasn't produced by Netflix. Oh, oh is I don't that know Netflix or no. It is on Netflix. Oh, I think it was aired on a different platform, and then oh, okay. oh, you're right, you're right. It was introduced on Netflix, but I think now it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But even in that show, there was still, like, where the main character is with... Actually, it's with um, a Middle Eastern guy. No, they all dated white guys at the end. The black girl was the, yeah. black, the black guy, but then she ended up having sex with the white guy. But she ended up marrying the black guy. She ended up liking or falling in love with the black guy again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They still have, like, a little bit of that. Yeah, she did date a white guy, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the brown girl, the funny, the, one of the, you know, really, really great characters of, of the past couple of years, but I love her character, is in love with the white guy. Or or she thinks she's in love with the, with the white guy. That's what the show t- is telling us. And she has to know what she wants. The white girl in Sex Life it ends up being in love with, of course, the black girl's ex, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a trend. Um... That's Hulu. I guess Hulu it's kind of the same thing, but whatever. But it's a white girl. I have to chat on Netflix. Um, I, I don't I really I really don't like that trend, to be quite honest. They really have to they really have to change that. Uh, but but they make it work. They they make it seem like they're 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 meant to be together. Like Netflix is really good with that when it comes to storylines. Like, oh yeah. Probably there's maybe chemistry, but it's like well. Um, anyway, I think that's about it. I mean, any other two shows or movie you want to talk about? Um, we're gonna talk about more about Shadowball and hopefully next episode. next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can get into it. Uh, I do want to get into other shows and movies. What you might say? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I've seen in theaters, which I need to catch, catch up on. So I'll let you guys know on that. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Anything else, be good? No, that's it for this episode. Awesome. Before you press that button here, don't forget to rate wherever you're listening to this amazing, beautiful, fantastic, amazing episode from We Binged It. We really would appreciate it. Of course, five stars, which means we love you. Okay. And we might be, we might invite you to our, you know, Easter, Easter dinner, Easter lunch. But if you rate less than five stars, we will disown you. We don't know your name. If you want to move across the country, you have to care with us. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next week. 